This episode of the podcast is brought to you by From Within Records. Are you following From Within Records on social media? If not, please go boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, and click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. From Within Records just announced their showcase, which I'm so excited for. This is something that I wish more record labels would do. So the fact that From Within Records has been able to rally the majority of the roster to come together to play a show, it's amazing. And I'm so excited. It's going to be my first time flying to Philly for a proper hardcore show. And I'm so stoked. This is so awesome. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. But for anyone who hasn't seen the flyer yet, uh, the bands that are playing are Off the Tracks, Best Scar, Final Right, Burning Strong, Seed of Pain, Worn, Simulacra, Shackled, Magnitude, and it's Payback. It's their record release for It Is What It Is. And sadly, it's going to be Eco Strike's last show. But that lineup is amazing. That will be happening March 26th at the First Unitarian Church in Philly. So for anyone who isn't familiar or who is, please go do yourself a favor. Go buy a ticket. It's going to be awesome. This is the first time that this is happening for From Within Records, and it's going to be a night to remember. And I will be there in attendance, and it's going to be so much fun, and I can't wait. So shout out to From Within Records for putting all that together. Another news, uh, Year of the Knife, Cruelty, Shackled, Despise, and I feel like, am I forgetting another band? Uh, they're doing a tour leading up to FYA, and there will be some dates post-FYA. So for anybody who is in the area, do yourself a favor and catch that tour. So many awesome bands doing great things. And like I always say, Please support From Within Records because they support us. And before we start today's episode, uh, I just want to say that I'm back home from Wilkes-Barre. Of course, I I went back. I had to support my friends in One Step Closer. They had their record release, and it was was an amazing time. Um, I'm happy to have been able to be there and experience it live. Uh, That band is awesome, and... They're doing great things. I uh, love the new record. I loved what they put together that night. So many awesome bands. Shout out Never Again. Shout out Cut Down, Magnitude, Inclination, Slow Fire Pistol, Broken Vow. That band is amazing. If you haven't had a chance yet, go to the Hardcore Caviar playlist. The whole new Broken Vow EP is there. It's amazing. Support that band. Shout out Connecticut, shout out everyone in that band. But it was a very special night. Uh, I'm happy that I was able to attend it and see so many friends. I love uh, Wilkes-Barre Hardcore. I, I love everybody out there. Shout out uh, Nate Prosciutti, Shane Moran, Caleb, Connor, uh, Dan Schultz, Jeff. Shout out Feet First Productions. Always doing awesome stuff. It, it, was, it was a great time and it, it literally feels like home everybody out there treats me with so much uh, love and respect and it just feels like 
feels like out here in Orange County when I hang out with my friends. It just feels so normal. So I, I love it out there, and I can't wait to be back. But on today's episode, we track down our great friend Jack Zabinski. He sings for a band called Hesitate. They just put out a new record titled Ahead of the Game. If you haven't had a chance yet, I highly suggest you go check out that new record. It's really awesome. I love what they're doing, and I believe in their music. That's why I wanted to have Jack on. I just wanted to catch up and talk about the new record. And it was a pleasure for me. Jack is such a nice guy, and it's uh, always great to hear from him. I hope bright things are in store for Hesitate in the future. If you haven't had a chance yet, I hope you can catch them live. They're playing the Keystone Jam this weekend, which has an amazing lineup. If you guys aren't familiar, uh, you should go seek that out. A lot of bands, a lot of awesome bands playing that fest. So uh, please support Hesitate any way you can. But please strap in, enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Jack Zabinski to the show. and we're live welcome back to the podcast jack how's it going uh, not too bad how you doing brother uh doing good it's uh cool to be able to talk to you again i think the last time we spoke you were like just about to move if i remember correctly yeah that was correct that was uh like late 2020 right if i can remember correctly yeah damn and how has it been is, is it okay to talk about the move are, are you still yeah. what were you um ended up yeah, uh, I ended up moving to Trolley Square in Delaware, and we're still here. We actually just signed our lease for another year, like a week or so ago, and mm-hmm. things have been pretty good. Okay, hell yeah. Can't complain. That's definitely awesome to hear. Oh, I guess that makes sense of, uh, wow, about a year ago that we spoke, and here you are you know, signing a new lease. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited, and uh, I've grown to really like the area. Like The area around my house has like a lot of like cool bars and shops and stuff, and I'm close to my job, so... Everything's pretty good so far. Hell yeah. Well, so far. I mean, I've been here for a year, so I'd say everything's just good, you know? Yeah. You know, time time definitely flies. Like I, Sometimes I, I sit back and try to reflect on uh, if I still enjoy living uh, here in Orange County. And for, for the most part, I do. But as I travel more, I, I kind of like see other places and realize that um, I, I, I don't have to be in one specific place to be happy. I, I realize, well, I'm starting to realize that I can be happy anywhere, which is, uh, pretty, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, so it's just like, man, did I wait? And now it's just like, now I'm like reshuffling everything in my brain. Like, did I waste these like past uh, 11 years living here thinking this is like, uh, you know, the happiest that I could be. Uh, but who knows? I don't know. It, it's interesting. Cause like, obviously I, I, I still enjoy it. I'm still here. Uh, but, but it's cool to know that, uh, if I wanted to, I could move somewhere else and still be happy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How is orange County, by the way? I've never been. Oh, you've never been out here. That, that that's I've, really I've never, yeah, I've never been to the West coast before. Okay. Uh, well, hopefully at some point you're able to get out here, but it's fine. You know, we got, uh, 
we have a cool scene. There are some awesome bands. There's this new band. I, I, I try to tell everybody about them. They're my friends in this band called uh, Take It to Heart. They're like they're like a little bit on the melodic side. They they take like heavy influence from Have Heart, but they're just a bunch of and I say young kids, but they're like in their twenties. Uh, but they're just like you know like the generation like uh, a couple generations below me when it comes to like uh, hardcore. But just super solid dudes doing cool shit. They just announced a new tour on the um, East coast with broken vow. So, uh, yep. I, I saw that actually. And I think that if I'm, if I'm thinking correctly, I think that me and a member of, uh, take guitar, follow each other on Twitter or something like that. So I'm, I'm aware of them. They're okay. pretty cool. Honestly, we, we actually got asked to play with broken vow mm-hmm. and take it to heart in media, but I can't remember why we're not able to, I'm bummed about it, but yeah, cool band. Both are both cool bands. Broken Heart or no, Broken Heart. Broken Vow actually just recently put out some new stuff that I'm fucking with. Hell yeah, yeah. I, I've been anticipating that release for for a while, and and I was actually fortunate enough to have uh, saw them live uh, a couple weekends ago at the One Step Closer record release, and I was blown oh, away. Man. I'm so I'm so jealous that you got to go to that. How was that? It, it was amazing. It, it was like this uh, weird, like, uh, like culmination of just seeing so many friends that I've like made through doing the podcast, which was awesome. Cause it's just like, like I, I never imagined that I would have like formed so many like real friendships, like through doing this. So to, to fly out there to support my friends and one step closer, uh, you know, who, uh, in big part have, uh, supported this podcast from the very beginning. Cause if you go back to the early days, uh, you know, I, I had on uh, Ryan Savitsky like pretty early on in, in their career. So to, oh, to, yeah. to to see them grow as a band and to see them uh, just have so much success so far was awesome. So for me to, to fly out was like, you know, it was, it was the least I could do. And they took care of me, which was awesome. And it was just really fun. Something that I, I wanted to do. And, and I'm very happy that I went. The show was awesome. It was uh, very cold. My, my first time uh like in the like like in the actual winter out there because it was like snowing and it was just very foreign to me but it was really fun like I freezing got to, cold yeah it was like 30 degrees if i remember correctly 30 degrees it was, it was oh, snowing towards uh, the end of the night but a lot of kids showed up the bands were awesome shout out to my friends from new jersey uh never again and cut down played they opened the show hell yeah super sick two awesome bands yeah great bands uh, that entire that entire lineup is awesome and in regards to one step closer their their trajectory is only going up 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 like aren't they i think that they if i'm if i'm thinking correctly i think that they recently just got like some billboard chart standings for their new album yeah 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 which is crazy it, dude it's in a good in a good way you know 100 percent. awesome yeah it, it's kind of a trip because obviously when i i look at them i see them as my friends right but then when I, I take a step back, I'm like, they're part of this like crazy entity, right? Uh, millions of streams worldwide. Yeah. Like uh, the, the things they have booked, like obviously they have that tour with uh, Modern Color and Dare and Rejection Pact uh, this month uh, here on the West Coast. And then they're going to Europe with Magnitude and just, just the things that they have coming their way. It's all well-deserved and it's uh, crazy and cool to see for them. Very crazy for sure. And very cool. Shout out to them. Okay. Uh, but you know, the, the, the two times that I've been to PA, I, I was hoping to run into at some point, um, more recently, <clears throat> excuse me, when I, when I went to SWB, I ran into uh, one of your bandmates and the first question I asked him was, like, Oh, where's Jack? But, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember why you couldn't make it. 
I think I was working that day. I think I was actually working both days of that fest. Mm -hmm. My weekends are always like full. I have a day off in the middle of the week and then my weekends are like full. Okay. Sucks completely. Yeah. Well, it, it definitely happens. It's, it's understandable. Sometimes you got to just you know do what you have to do. Yeah. Uh, work sometimes gets in the way. Yeah. Ain't that the truth, man? Shit. Okay. So uh, you sing for a band called Hesitate. And I'm, yes. uh, you know, a little bit curious about them because you guys uh, just had a new release titled Ahead of the Game, which I think is super awesome. I'm pretty sure I, I messaged you because you guys re-recorded one of your older songs. Um, but yeah, I'm, Dirt Mall Stomp. Yeah, the Dirt Mall. <clears throat> Jeez, I don't know what's up with my throat this morning. But uh, yeah, you guys re-recorded the Dirt Mall Stomp. But uh, I, I'm just curious, uh, how long was this in the works? Uh, you guys you know, went and recorded with uh, Wyatt, but I, I'm curious, like, when did you guys start writing this record? And how long did it take you to finally record it? When I joined the band, they had a couple of songs or a couple of ideas for songs already done. Mm -hmm. And I had had like a bunch of songs in like my notes on my phone because over quarantine, I got like really into like the 2000s hardcore, like early terror and like death threat and like look my way mad ball and like hold my own stuff like that. So when I, when I was listening to all that, I was thinking, I really want to write more music. That's like in that vein. So I started just like piecing together, like various ideas in my head, like on my notes app and then like doing like various riffs and stuff because I don't know how to play guitar at all. So I have to like mouth shit out over the phone. So I had songs like in my phone and basically all of the songs except for dirt mall stomp and then another song grip were older songs grip i kind of just sort of like wrote like off the top of my head one day when i was like really down and just like thinking about shit and then dirt mall stomp was a song before i had joined the band mm -hmm. so didn't really need to do much work there except for just a couple ad libs or something okay and as, as far as like the time frame uh like from you joining the band to the record coming oh, out yeah sorry about that i, I realize now that was your original question i good. joined in i think maybe april or may mm -hmm. and then we recorded in fuck my memory is shot right now i want to say september first week of september we recorded with wyatt in philly wyatt Oberholzer. Yeah, shout out to Wyatt. Okay, that's awesome. So uh, I guess you guys uh, kind of put it out pretty fast if you guys recorded in September because it, it just came out middle of November, which was uh, awesome. And I, I'm curious, was there any specific reason why you chose that date for the record release? No, honestly, we just um we just wanted to get music out, you know, because there was this there was this whole like weird sort of like in between area where I'm in the band, but we don't have music with me out yet and mm -hmm. like we don't have new music out but we're playing shows and stuff so i was kind of we all just kind of were under the under the same like umbrella of like we should just get this new stuff out so that people can start to get a sense of the new era of hesitate if you will mm -hmm. okay yeah no well i i think it's awesome that you guys are able to get that music out because i think it's uh, pretty awesome and thank you man and i'm i'm curious about uh you know, the first track, the the title track uh, in the notes on Bandcamp, it says that there's like additional vocals by Dylan from Shackled. And yep. and I'm trying to hear his voice on that record, but I'm like, am I just not uh, hearing him right? Or where is he? It's um, there's um, it comes like halfway through the song when this when the guitar starts going like dun, 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 dun. 
he goes, I am not the one. This is not the day. And we do like a back and forth there. It's mostly him, mm-hmm. but we do like a little bit of a back and forth. I think, I think now that you mentioned that, I should probably like go on Bandcamp and like verify which one is which. <laughs> yeah. But that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, Dylan. I, I, I love Shackled. Uh, but how did you guys uh, get to the point to uh, have him on the record? Well, Dylan and just all the guys in Shackled are good friends of mine. And I talk to Dylan basically every day. And since since we're such like good friends and stuff, I thought to myself, well, I mean, I think it, I would be doing a disservice if I didn't ask him to like be a part of the record, mm-hmm. you know, because he's he's always put on for me. And I figured, why the hell not? You know, plus I love Shackled, too, and keep the brotherhood going, you know? Yeah, no, awesome move. I, I definitely love to see friends supporting friends and uh, it's, it's always cool to have um, like features, especially when they have like a, you know, uh, when you find out that there's like a cool relationship there and it's not just like, oh, I grabbed this guy because he's in a hype band or I grabbed him for whatever weird reason. So it's, it's definitely cool to hear that you guys are actually friends. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And as far as the the cover, I, I think the cover is awesome like obviously it was uh done um, for people who don't know by uh, dominic quabone from uh he plays in simulacra does crazy art but w- w- when i look at that uh i i think he killed it but uh, did you guys give him any sort of direction on the artwork or did you just let him you know just have at it there was um there was like a specific direction we were going for we were sort of um well i was i wasn't really involved that much in like the art process that was mostly steve my guitarist shout out to him Mm -hmm. he basically was the one who had the idea of like the dice and like the jester and all that stuff so we were kind of able to give dom just like a few ideas that he was able to actually uh, yeah apparently that that cover is like a combination of like a few different pictures apparently Mm -hmm. i don't know how that i don't know how that even works that's some crazy graphic design shit but he was able to compile those like these three like images i suppose into what eventually became the cover. And I am so appreciative to him for that because it's probably my favorite part of the whole, the whole release is the album art for sure. And did he do the lettering as well? Or is that somebody else? Molly actually did that. Okay. I, I, I honestly, yeah. I, I, I thought it looked familiar. I was like, okay, I had to ask, but yeah, shout out to uh, Tyler Mullen. He, he does awesome artwork as well. He did that a couple years ago when Hesitate first started, maybe like 2017 or 18. I can't remember exactly what year. And then I think Dom reworked it a little bit to make it to make it work out a little better on the cover. Okay. <clears throat> so it was like a joint effort there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, it, it looks sick. I, I definitely think it it flows well with the the jester and the cards and everything. So it, it, it's definitely awesome. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm happy. I'm happy about it, man, for sure. Yeah, that's one thing that I, that's one thing that I'm always stressed out about when it comes to putting out new music is like the art. And so I'm really glad that we were able to grab him because he killed it, you know, 100 percent. And I uh, prefer this logo. I, I think it just looks cool and, and I think it fits with the vibe of the band and everything. So, uh, yeah, great. choice. I think so, too. I think so, too. OK. And um, uh, last thing on the title track, you, you guys sample an older song. Um, I, I'm drawing, mm. drawing a blank on the artist's name right now, but I'm curious. Oh, Jesus, hold it's on. Uh, sitting on the dock, sitting on the dock of the bay, and it's the version by Glenn Campbell. Yeah, and uh, is there any uh, relation to the song or the album as to why you guys picked that sample for the end of the track? <laughs> I got to be honest, I'm shooting myself in the foot here. No, 
I've just I've just been listening to a lot of country lately, and okay. I thought it would sound cool <laughs> at the end of the track. Yeah, so, no, it's... that was just that was just my own little reasoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It, it, it's always interesting, especially like for me. Like I don't really dabble in that world, so I honestly don't think I probably would have listened to that song. But since you guys sampled it, I was like, okay, let me go do some research. Let me go listen to the song, read the lyrics to see if there's any like deep meaning as to why you guys uh, decided to have that there. But, um, you know, it, it's totally fine. Sorry, man. Yeah, no. I'm, a, I'm a simple guy for the most part, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as uh, re-recording uh, the Dirt Mall Stomp, was it important for you guys to to keep that song alive? Because obviously it was on the last release, but to to, to re-record it and put it on this album, I, I thought was cool because it, it, it's one of my favorite songs. Hell yeah, hell yeah! That I like that song a lot. That was not the song I originally. Oops, excuse me. That was not the song I originally wanted to re-record. Mm-hmm. That was I was kind of like fought fought on that. I wanted to re-record the song Hesitate, but you know. At the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. And it all worked out because Dirt Mall Stomp is a, was a pretty popular hesitate song. Like even before I joined the band, like, or like a well-known song at least. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the Dirt Mall Stomp, like Dirt Mall, Berks County, I figured that with me joining the band, I think it would make sense to keep a Berks County aspect in there as well. Mm-hmm. Just in ter- like also in addition to the song being cool, you know, hundred percent. And and I'm not like too familiar with Berks County. Uh, can you go? Oh, that's uh, that is like an hour outside of Philadelphia. Okay. Not sure. I'm not sure north, south, east, or west right now. My brain is fried. But um, yeah, that's where most of us are from. And by most of us, I mean everybody except for Jacob, who's originally from here. I just live here, but the rest of us are from like Berks County, Pennsylvania, and surrounding areas. Okay. Um, and you know, visiting Pennsylvania and I didn't realize how many, uh, like townships and, uh, little towns and, and I say little town. It was it's like, vast. It's uh, vast. Dude. It, yeah. It's crazy. Cause like I, I drive for like, uh, well, I, I didn't drive. Like my, my friends will drive for like two minutes and I'm like, Oh, we just, we're in another town. This is, this yeah. is crazy. And, and like, and I'm always asking and like, I'm such a tourist cause like whenever we would like uh, go somewhere i'm like looking around I'm like okay this doesn't look like the last place like where the hell are we and just hearing like all these town names that i've never heard of but i'm like wow this is so weird because this is my first time reading it but obviously for like a lot of people out here they've seen these signs and known these towns like their whole lives so it's like way normal for them but for me i'm just like i i was just like such a foreigner it, it, was, it was definitely interesting because out here it's not like that it, 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 things like cities uh, are like uh, obviously like bigger than than towns but um it's like we don't have these all these like little towns sprinkled throughout yeah no i know what you mean and um and also while you were while you were talking about that you were at the the one step closer record release that was in like sweet valley pa or sweetwater or something like that yeah sweet valley is that like is that near Wilkes-Barre? Because I've never even heard of that before. Like that's just like another like random like place I haven't even heard of. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it, it had been like thirty or forty minutes out of the way. Okay, um, it must have been like outside of Wilkes-Barre or something. Yeah, and we were all pretty much on the same page. Like I, I was asking the locals, like, "Yo, like, what, what's up, like, with Sweet Valley?" And everybody's like, "Uh." We've like driven past here like as a kid or like I have like, you know, vague memories of doing things here, but we typically don't come to this area. So it it was an interesting um, spot for the show, but it was like a that the the place where the show was um, had a connection to the band. 
um through like okay. through like family members so that's why it was oh, there oh okay yeah okay that makes sense then yeah that makes but, sense uh but but i think it made it just like added to like the allure of the show it being somewhere uh that people will remember because when people think back to that show it's not going to be like oh yeah it happened at the venue where like hundreds of other shows happen it just happened in this one place where who knows if there'll ever be a show like that i'm there again that's a yeah that's a really good point it's like god i forgot what i was gonna say yeah i'll just say that was a good point for sure Mm -hmm. okay well uh shout out to uh, berks county thank you sir thank you okay and um a couple of weeks ago, you guys uh, played a show with a band from Orange County, which I thought was uh, pretty interesting for them to have made it out there. And I, I knew that they had this thing planned. Um, and I'm thinking about this band called uh, the John Candy. They're they're, they're from out here. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know that awesome. I, I know that they held some sort of Instagram contest and uh, they're supposed to play somebody's like garage or basement or something. Uh, cause like the, the, the guy, I, th- I think it was a guy. Um, forgive me if it's not, uh, the, the person who won their Instagram contest was from Philly and they were scheduled to do it last year, but obviously with the pandemic and COVID they had to um, cancel it, but they were still determined to, to play. So they rescheduled it. And I'm assuming that's what the show was, but uh, I, I think, so. yeah, I think so. And I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think so. And as far as I knew, I thought it was just going to be like the John candy playing the, for this dude and his friends. And then they were going to come back home. But then I see like this flyer made and I'm, I'm reaching out to, uh, you know, my friends who I, I assume are in the area. Like, yo, if you have time, I don't know if this is your thing. Uh, you should go check this out. Uh, cause I, I think they're, they're a pretty interesting band and, uh, for, for what they do and how they do it. It's insane. Um, most definitely but, i was i was kind of i was kind of blown away when i saw him truthfully and uh how did you guys get uh, approached to play the show was it just like hey are you guys free do you want to play or did people like explain to you what you're walking into oh um basically the lineup was pretty much already set and uh, okay. um a friend and a friend of ours named owen from a band common icon shout out to them he asked our bassist bryce if we'd be down to play the show and we all were kind of just like yeah, why not? You know, I didn't really know any of the other bands except for the one band Snubnosed, who are also good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. And um, we kind of just we kind of just went into it. I went into it completely blind, not knowing what what the deal was. You know, I mean, I, I said yes to it completely blind. Eventually, I lo- I saw the one video that uh, Sunny posted mm-hmm. from uh, Program Skate Shop, and I was like, interesting. <laughs> I was I, I honestly didn't really know what to think. And um, seeing it live is definitely also really interesting too, for sure. And I, I haven't seen any footage of them from that show where they uh, dressed up like in their with their masks. Yeah, and I and if I can remember correctly, I think they were wearing like um like a white like a white jumpsuit of some sort, like a white painter's outfit. Mm-hmm. If I can remember correctly, maybe I'm just making that up. But they only got to play for twenty minutes apparently, and then the cops showed up. Oh dang, that sucks. Yeah. Okay. It's um yeah, Sunny filmed it and the videos are up on Patreon right now and mm. they'll be out whenever they're out. People people will vote for it and it'll be out whenever, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, I I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, to that because when because we like we're, we're friends now, but before um I only knew them because of mutual friends and uh finding out that 
Sonny had filmed them like, you know, uh, you know, early on. I was like, That's crazy that Sonny, uh, you know, was able to, to catch that set because it's it pretty crazy because they don't. And I'm not sure if it's because of the, the, the pandemic, but they just haven't done a whole lot out here. And and I, I wish they would do more. But like, I, I'm curious if like a lot of people are, are even aware of them because. Like I said, the, the music is really interesting, so I'm not sure how many people would pay attention but i feel like there's a space for them like I, I feel like they could easily hop on any show like out here and just fit in because you think about like i i see some shows and i'm like how the fuck are, are some of these like bands even on this bill they suck ass um but then when i look at john kenny i actually enjoy their stuff I, I i think they're awesome and especially with like their whole vibe and like their visuals uh things like that don't come around that often so i'm just like man like we, we should uh like appreciate this and uh you know uh, support it for w what it is it was definitely cool i had never i had never heard of them prior to this show and i was actually quite surprised when i saw that sunny had already filmed them mm -hmm. so i was i i um i think i can't remember exactly how that nah, never mind i was just about to go off on some tangent never mind okay well hopefully more people uh find out about them and uh, or did a lot of people stick around to see them or, or did a lot of kids just show up for you like uh, you know for the, the the other bands and just not really know who the john candy was there weren't there weren't that many people there towards the end of the show when the john candy was playing mm -hmm. and um like there there were like a good amount there were a good amount of people but most of them were outside and oh, then okay. after like at, well after like five or ten minutes more people started filing in so and it ended up having an, it ended up having a good uh a good crowd mm -hmm. you know his set their set rather yeah that's just a bummer that the cop showed him to kill the vibe i know like especially at the tail end of the show too like jesus christ talk about bad luck yeah well at least they, they were able to play hopefully kids were stoked hopefully that the guy who won the instagram contest was there and they're able to kind of close that part and move on from that because I, I think it's crazy that they were still down to to hold their end of the deal because you know they could have easily just not have flown out to Philly because you know to take time off of work. Just, yeah, they could have just been yeah. like, "Fuck that." Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but they're all good guys. So I'm 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 not surprised that they still stuck with it and went out there. Yeah, shout out to them. Okay, and uh, hesitate. You guys, uh, you know, are working with uh, Nuclear Family Records, and there's this uh, cover. It's a rip of uh, Def Jam "Fight for New York." Yes. And yes, I, sir. Who who decided that? Because I, I when I saw that, and uh, obviously, like I play a lot of video games, so when I saw that, I was like, I know exactly what that is, and I hope other people know what that is because I think that's fucking awesome. That uh, whoever decided on that, I mean, picked that because it, it was a really fun game, and it's, it's just a cool mashup. That was that was my idea. We were it was either going to be between Grand Theft Auto or Def Jam, and um, Josh from Nuclear Family said that there was a band that already or multiple bands i think that already had used the grand theft auto sort of like style okay. for a cover so he was like yeah def jam would be sick and he sent it to me and i love i love at the bottom like the ea sports turned into like a pa hardcore i think that's my favorite part of the whole thing mm -hmm. whole cover yeah no, that, that's awesome and and i i always have a lot of respect for uh, pa hardcore because obviously uh you know like just the whole state is just like there's like awesome scenes sprinkled throughout so shout out pa hardcore yes sir okay and do you guys have any plans to like do any 
uh, like merch designs or anything with that because I, I i think it's so cool that uh obviously it's cool to, to have it for the album but to, to i feel like to not use it for anything else might be like a, a waste that is a really good point and honestly we hadn't thought about doing that but now that you mention it i'll bring that up to them because i could i could see myself wearing like wearing my own band's merch if it was a def jam cover you know mm-hmm. yeah and i guarantee you I'm, I'm not the only one that uh has played that game and think that that rip is awesome hell yeah thank you man and shout out to josh josh from nuclear family was the one who put that all together mm-hmm. and made that cover himself yeah and yeah shout out uh, josh out uh nuclear family they, they they do cool stuff i i always see them uh you know putting out great music and it's cool to have someone or a group of people out in that part of the world, you know, supporting, uh, you know, stuff from out here. I, I think that's really important. Yeah, I was, I was so stoked when, when he hit us up, honestly, because we weren't really, we weren't really having that much luck with like labels and stuff, like wanting to put stuff out. And I understand just because of a short time frame, B records and stuff. Like apparently, like the whole vinyl industry is like backed up for God knows how long, and um. I'm just, yeah, I'm just really glad that we're able to get our stuff out there physically. I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad that we're able to get it out there, like in the UK, you know, like that's, that's fucking awesome to me mm-hmm. and that people from across the pond get to hear our shit, like on physical. Do you guys have any aspirations to, to put it out or to put ahead of the game out on vinyl? Yeah. I mean, we're not opposed to it at all. I mean, we, um, we haven't really, we haven't really had many opportunities, hadn't, that we haven't really had many opportunities to do so as of yet hopefully the tide will turn or maybe we'll just say screw it and figure out a way to do it ourselves you know Mm -hmm. yeah however that may work i have i have no idea yeah well hopefully people are paying attention and uh, somebody will want to put you guys out because i hope i hope so man i mean if not it's okay but you know would be cool i always think that stuff kind of comes like in time because uh, when I, when I listen to the music, I'm like, okay, I, I think these guys have what it takes. So I think it's just a matter of uh, people finding out. Because sometimes I, when I, I just assume everybody's on the same page as me when it comes to music, which is uh, kind of stupid when I think about when I actually step back and think about it. But it's like uh, as much of a fiend for like hardcore as I am. Like I, I got to realize not everybody is like on the same page and there's just so much music out there because even for myself as much as i consume and uh you know seek out there's things that i miss so whenever i talk to anybody that i think are is like doing good stuff i'm like yo just keep at it uh you know eventually people are going to hear it and it's going to be undeniable so uh, i feel like you guys are like kind of in that same position like okay you guys just put out this record what uh we're early december so it's only been a couple weeks uh, yeah just give it time and uh, people will f- find out about it and like i said i, I think the music holds up uh, I-, I think it's awesome stuff Th- that's why like, I-, you, I-, I had you here today um because i wanted to talk to you about the music uh and, and I-, I like i said i i do believe in it so yeah i think you guys will be fine yeah like even if even if our shit never gets picked up i'm not worried in the slightest because that's not that's not why i'm here you know mm-hmm. and and honestly all it takes is the right person to hear your stuff you know and then things fall into place from there so who knows Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Like I've I've seen, uh, seen things happen in in, in weird ways, but, um, but as far as the, the band, uh, do you guys have any more shows lined up? Because uh, obviously I, I knew about the John Candy show, but as far as that, 
Uh, I, I don't know what else you guys have going on. We are playing, we're playing um, Berks County actually this weekend. We're playing in Reading PA at Club Reverb. We're playing the Keystone Hardcore Jam. And that's, that's going to be like my favorite show of the year. That's got like Death Threat, E-Town Concrete, Rude Awakening, Buried Alive, Cruel Hand. Youth of Today was supposed to play. Killing Time was supposed to play, but they both had to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Shackled, uh, MH Chaos, Strength for a Reason, Buried Dreams, um, Age of Apocalypse, Off the Tracks, Carried by Six. It's going to be awesome. It's just a big all-day show at Reverb in Reading, PA. And then on December 17th, we're playing in Baltimore at this place called Holy Friolis with Moonflower, who's also from Delaware, Jive Bomb. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're from Baltimore. They're like a cool punk band. Mm-hmm. And there's another band playing that I'm completely blanking on right now. I apologize if you're listening to this. And then after that, um, we have a couple more shows that just haven't been announced yet, I think. Okay. Uh, so we got we got a few things lined up as of right now. That's awesome. I'm I'm looking at the flyer for the uh, Keystone Jam, and yeah, that's a lot of bands. What time does that thing start? Because like when I look at that that line, I'm like, holy shit! Like either everybody's gonna have really short sets, or this is gonna start really early. It says doors at noon. I'm gonna assume it. Um, I'm gonna assume it'll probably start around like one o'clock. But mm-hmm. that show always that show notoriously always runs kind of late. Like I remember a couple years ago, um. Gorilla Biscuits was headlining and Shelter was playing right before them. Mm. And I think Shelter played for a lot longer than anybody expected because Gorilla Biscuits got on like probably like after midnight, if I can remember correctly. It was super late. Jeez. Yeah, that that all day that all day stuff is really hit or miss with me. And like we're open we're opening the show, so mm. I get to get got to get my set out of the way and enjoy the rest of my rest of my favorite bands, you know? Yeah. No, I, I feel like that's <laughs> that's good because for for somebody who's like in the middle of the bill they're just like all right well we gotta kind of wait it out it's like this weird like anticipation exactly exactly yeah the waiting period mm-hmm. okay it's a yeah it's a pretty pretty good lineup I, I i see some bands that haven't really done a whole lot recently like seeing face wreck on the bill that, that should be an interesting set um shout out aj and I, i'm here to see how uh, age of apocalypse will do I, I think that band is so sick so. I think I think that they're gonna I think that they're gonna do really well, honestly. And Face Rec will obviously as well to Pennsylvania. Yeah, stoked for both of those sets. Yeah, I want to see Off the Tracks as well. Off the Tracks is sick. Shout out to Bob and Eric. Yeah, Bob, awesome. Eric. Shout out Carter Holmes. Yes, Carter. How could I forget? Shout yeah. out. Yeah, shout out to Carter and From Within as well. Mm-hmm. They've been killing it lately. He's been killing it lately. Yeah, but. Yeah, weird, but oh, hold on, wrong shoulder. Uh, this side. This, oh, I see. I see. Fya and payback. Uh, this shirt right here, this white shirt, uh, for anybody watching the video, this is an off the tracks T-shirt. So check. I've been trying to, I've been trying to like make out what that is for the last like twenty minutes or so. Oh no, wait, cool. Oh, oh, this one right here. No. Yeah, that T-shirt right there. Oh, th- this is a one step closer hoodie. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? Now that I. Yeah. Now that I see it, I recognize the logo. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like their, their, their newer logo. Then yeah, obviously I have the, uh, payback. It is what it is. And then this is from FYA seven. I stole this. I always tell everybody, I stole this from the front door. <laughs> I had such a good time. I, I was like, all right, when I'm leaving, I'm going to grab one of those. And I, I, I was happy that nobody had the same ideas as me. Cause there's only like, uh, I'm sure there's probably more than what was on the door. Cause there was like, I think like two for each door. And I was like, in my brain, I was like, All right, I hope nobody has the same idea. 
because I really want one of those and I hope I don't get in trouble. So I, I just took it home. Maybe you'll maybe you'll inspire people for, for this coming FYA to grab one themselves. Well, you know, maybe. I don't know. Because uh, th- there used to be this old venue out here called Showcase Theater and they would line like so you'd like walk in and there was like a little lobby with like the ticket booth, but then you would like walk uh, like through this short hallway that like kind of just opened up into the venue and on the the walls, they would have these like giant flyers for all the upcoming shows and they're black and white and obviously like they cost money to make, but they weren't like the most expensive flyers to make. But it was just a thing like when you were leaving or whenever you could, if you saw a flyer that you like, you just ripped it off and you know put it in your car, take it home with you. So th- that That's was awesome. Like, that was a mindset that I had, um, and I was just like hoping nobody would get upset, but uh, everybody was fine. I, you know, it's I, I framed it it's literally here for every podcast, and um, it's been chill. Hell yeah, it's been chill. But I, I'm not encouraging anybody to steal. But if you feel compelled, uh, just don't don't say uh, you were inspired by me. <laughs> <laughs> but gosh, yeah. But but I'm hoping uh, uh, at some point I, I can see off the tracks because I'm. Uh, support all those guys and i'm a huge fan of bob wilson uh you know i've enjoyed every band he's been in so it's it's cool to see him do something new and uh i I really just want to get a chance to catch them are you going to fya this year i am i will be there awesome maybe we can actually have a face-to-face interaction for the first time yeah that that would be nice i i feel like uh last fya that was like a big deal because i i had done like the the podcast had been going but just like a, a lot of the people i hadn't met in person so that, that was like a, i think that was like the first time where i like went to a show where there was going to be a lot of people that had already been on the podcast that i hadn't met before so that was like one cool thing about that fest hell yeah i'm really excited for this year yeah i'm, I'm happy that it's happening because obviously me too uh there were plans for 20 uh 2021 excuse me uh, but just wasn't the right time so the fact that it was able to come back and and i honestly didn't come back really strong because if you look at the lineup um even uh just like not even like thinking about the after shows but if you look at the the actual lineup and just look at some of the the headliners it's it's pretty crazy i get i get so happy looking at that lineup honestly i cannot wait E-Town, Concrete, Turnstile, God's Hate, Vain, Never-Ending Game. That's going to be so awesome. I cannot wait. Yeah, because you, you, you guys think too, right? Uh, Turnstile has to be like top one, top two, like hardcore band right now, like that's doing it. So without a doubt. So for for them, and okay, so like they just announced their their um, you know full U.S. tour for for Glow On. Uh, interesting lineup. Shout out Ikulu, but um. I got tickets for that last week, actually. Yeah, but see, that might not be for everybody. But for them to to be able to take time, uh, you know, right before that to to do a a, a proper hardcore festival, I, I think that is, uh, you know, really awesome. Because I I, I, yeah, I, I think this is like one of those special times. Because like, uh, I I feel like when they were on that nonstop feeling tour, that was like you know like holy shit, like this band is crazy right because from i remember that from the demo to the seven inch and then they're on this crazy tour like uh you know that was i felt that was like a really special moment and then since then they've just been going up right just doing crazier stuff um getting bigger and bigger and bigger so for them to 
to be able to do this, I, I think it's very special and it's going to be a really cool set. So I'm very stoked to be able to, to see them at FYA. Same here. I've got, I've got mad respect for turnstile They're They've done their own thing the entire time and have done it beautifully, honestly. So shout out to them. Respect. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's not easy to do, right? Cause people um, can get so caught up in what's, hype at the moment what type of hardcore is popular and we'll try to conform or some people just can't write get enough music to stand out and to be successful because uh when you look at turnstile they just had their own flavor from the very beginning and uh, I, I just don't i i can't really explain it because i've always been a fan and I, I found I honestly I found out about them. I, I saw some like video of them on YouTube. They were playing some skate park. I, I always forget the name of the skate park. So, um, and I don't even know if the videos are still up. But I, I saw this video of them playing this like indoor skate park, and I was like, this music sounds insane. And and I've just been following ever since. I think the first time I was put on a turnstile was um, eight five six. Honestly. I think mm -hmm. I saw a hate five, six video of turnstile playing. This is hardcore one year. Okay. And I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh shit. This is nice. <laughs> yeah. And what you said earlier, like, like literally from the jump, they've had like their own specific sort of sound. You know, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't necessarily compare them to many other bands, you know? I mean, I'm sure yeah. other people can, but me, me personally, I can't really. Yeah, no, it, it's, I feel like it's, yeah, it's never been a dull moment for them. Like from the first time I saw them in California, I I, I was just like, I, I knew this band was going to be something special because they played Aladdin Jr. And I didn't realize that everybody was in tune with them at that time until I saw them live because kids like the whole room, like I swear the whole room was singing along and going crazy. And I just looked around and I was like, this is like, I've been to a ton of shows in my lifetime and just that moment i was like this doesn't happen very often for a band to come out for the first time to not to not have that much material out and like yeah those dudes played in other bands but it was just like for them to come together for this band to play those songs i was just like yeah this this is going to be something and that's crazy honestly crazy stuff yeah and fast forward to today like i've seen them from like yeah the, their first shown aladdin jr i i went to coachella to see them which was insane and now they're just doing even bigger things so so it's cool and i i feel like it's very inspiring and, and it uh, should open like like open people's eyes to like okay like you guys like there's no ceiling to 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 hardcore right you can get as big as you want you just got to be able to i mean they right. kind of them and i mean them and code orange also have kind of proved that you know with like the trajectory that they're on right now yeah, but you but know? even but but even going uh, think back to like to to hate breed right. I feel like hate breeds like uh, a a band that kind of broke through and kind of showed everybody like yeah, a thousand percent yeah a thousand percent yeah. But but um, but as far as newer stuff, hell yeah. Uh, like w when I think of like you know top three of the biggest bands like currently, it's definitely Turnstile, Code Orange, and Knock Loose. Yeah. You know? Yes, for sure. Like you you can't argue that. And I know people will hate on Knock Loose for for what they are, but like you can't deny that they're hardcore band, can, yeah. And you can't deny that they're doing crazy shit. So, 
and they're putting on for hardcore too like they're taking bands like magnitude and karma mm-hmm. like jesus peace they're yeah they're they're bringing out like actual hardcore bands onto their tours which is like awesome and they're playing huge venues too mm-hmm. which is another cool thing that i another cool thing about that turnstile tour is like ikulu and like truth cult from baltimore like they're playing like this this tour is going to like fillmore-esque like size venues like they're mm-hmm. playing the fillmore in philadelphia mm-hmm. that, there's like there's like a small room like above the fillmore where like a hardcore band like i've seen like Madball in that like in the room like above the fillmore but the actual fillmore is like huge huge i saw balance and composures last show there i've seen the 1975 there a few times just like bigger shows so i'm really excited to see how they're gonna do in like a huge room with a barricade on a headliner yeah no it's i cannot wait it's cool because obviously uh turnstile is really big but they're kind of opening up uh, and bringing like a, a a big group of people together to to see a lot of bands that they probably wouldn't have seen before which i think is exactly awesome. exactly yeah and going back to knock loose yeah it, it is weird um and and i get how people can hate them but it's just yeah but it's so weird because i don't see I don't see like a whole lot of negative in what they're doing. And like those dudes are like hardcore people too, right? Obviously, they, yeah, they, they write the music. Yeah, at their core, they all are, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and they play in other hardcore bands. Like it's just, I, I, I think they just suffer from being so big that, uh, you know, people just turn on them, you know? World famous, man. Yeah, but, but like Crazy I said, shit. you can't argue that. Yeah, those top three Knock Loose, Turnstile, Code Orange, like, three of the biggest bands and, and like you know in our bubble so but i'd say that's a pretty i'd say that's a pretty accurate list for sure yeah and and i i feel like and obviously like everybody has like their own uh you know goals and aspirations but i just feel like they are prime examples of if you want to get to that level it's attainable yeah so. i mean they proved it you know yeah but good on them yeah but going all the way back to fya that it's gonna be a good time in January. I'm excited to see all due respect for the first time. That's like one band that I'm just so excited to see. I forgot that they were playing actually until right now. I'm really excited to see them. I fucking I saw their first show with Year of the Knife uh, in September, maybe okay. August, July. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember when it was. It was a while. It was a while back. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be insane. And then just all all the bands from California, obviously. I'm biased because I'm from California, but just so so many awesome bands from here. Hey, uh, fair enough. You know, I don't blame you. Yeah, it, it's going to be a, a great time. But I, I but I'm really looking forward to seeing Koyo. I, I want to see that band as many times as I can before I die because I love that band so much. They're great. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to my boy Joey. Shout out to Sal. Yeah, great band. Great people. Yeah. I've. I've been fortunate enough to see to have seen them. How many times have I seen them? Like three times at this point. Yeah, twice in California, once in Florida. So they're another band that's going to have a crazy trajectory. Like I'm, they're probably going to be on like big pop punk tours by like next year if they don't already have stuff like in the works. Yeah, I. I, I heard some stuff, which I I can't properly announced because it's not my place to do it but they got some cool stuff hell yeah hell yeah yeah that's what's up but 
January. If uh, hopefully whoever's listening, uh, hopefully you're able to get tickets. I know things moved fast, uh, but you just got to be on top of it. FYA, uh, first fest of the year. Set, I, I feel like they they set the tone for the rest of the year. They they, they just kind of uh, set the tone, and I feel like they just give a good example, right? First fest of the year. Uh, they're like, here we're going to present you with a lot of cool and current bands doing it right and you know sprinkle in some legacy bands but if, if, if you look at that lineup it, it, it's a pretty pretty good representation of what's going on in hardcore currently hell yeah fya is great because because of yeah exactly that like it's a good it's a good like display showcase if you will of like a bunch of like the really popular good newer hardcore bands in addition to like you got bands like e-town and then Madball played last FYA. They headlined and Killing Time also. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can't remember if I saw some pictures or uh, like a like a little snippet of you guys playing at that John Candy show. Um, were all your members there? Yeah. Okay. For some yeah, reason- it was just it was just like a it was just like a small room, so people had to like stand in like certain places where their gear and everything wouldn't be affected and stuff. Yeah, because I was looking for um, uh, Jacob. Right, I'm pretty sure that's a, that's the guy who I met at SWB. Yeah, he was on the he was on the left side. Like, uh-huh. if you're like looking in, he's on the left. Okay, I I got to go look at that footage again because obviously can't I can't believe you missed him. Man. I, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob would be a hard person to miss. So, because um, he he was the obviously besides you, he's the only other person I know um, in the band. So I I, I was like looking for him. Uh, and I was like thinking, like, yeah, like this guy, I, how, like he, if he was there, I would see him. But maybe he just blended in because there's so, like you know so many people packed in there. I'll have to introduce you to the rest of the guys at FYA. I'm pretty sure all of us are going. I think I think one of us might not be, but most of us are. So I'll have to introduce you properly. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember how I even uh, started talking to Jacob at uh, SWB because um, he was with somebody that i knew but i'm drawing a blank on who it was um who the hell was i talking to now it's gonna it's gonna kill me that i can't think about who who he was with i can't remember if i'm being honest but he he was a nice guy yeah for sure um okay and uh you guys have those shows announced which is uh pretty awesome uh and I haven't seen them because I, I went to your Instagram to go look for any updates. Do you guys have a Twitter or is it just Instagram for the band? We have a Twitter. Okay. We're, we're slack. We're slacking on Twitter when yeah. it comes to like exposure and people seeing, I don't think, I don't think people know that we have a Twitter and if they do, maybe they just don't want to follow, but I update, I update everything mm-hmm. like pretty, pretty well when it needs to be updated, you know, not every day, but whenever it needs to be. And I have like, there's like a little like show, like, highlight thing on our instagram that shows all of our shows and stuff coming up okay so you're you're the social media manager i'm i'm the guy who does most of the social media stuff i'd say if any of if anyone else in my band who uses the social media is listening i'm sorry Mm -hmm. it's not just it's not just me but i kind of try to do like most of it yeah it, it, it is pretty interesting when you see some bands um where like the band has a person like an internet personality which i think can be fun sometimes because it's like this weird mystery like oh like who's actually running the instagram but it, but it's it, 
but it's fun to sometimes see bands like interact like pretty regularly with people on the internet yeah i've i've had problems i've had problems in the past with that before and i think that sometimes yeah it's funny but a lot of times Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like kind of corny in my opinion okay you know but that's just me you know i'm a i'm a rather opinionated guy so yeah i'm for me i just uh i I won't say like rant i post random stuff but uh the majority of my content is just promoting the podcast at this point like promoting the podcast but then also promoting like friend stuff i think like yesterday on instagram i posted like uh, web wing had their record release so i i posted their flyer just to uh, support uh, web wing and soul blind and creeks and then i i think i i posted like one random photo of like me at uh, la comic-con yesterday which was like pretty interesting uh, but other than that it's like i'm not the type of person to to be on it all day like posting every little like aspect of my life i i I was, and I'm not like, not like the type who like posted every aspect of their life, but I was a lot more active on social media than I like in the past than I am right now. Mm-hmm. I've kind of just sort of, I kind of try to limit it to like posting my girlfriend and posting like stuff about my band. And sometimes I'll post music and shit. But for the most part, I kind of try to like, I try, try is the key word to not be on social media that much just because I got other, I got other stuff going on, you know, and that stuff will rock your brain if you do too much of it. Yeah, I, I feel like there's like a there's like a healthy dose of social media that you can take in, but to spend the majority of your day on it, uh, I, I think that can be bad. Absolutely, and it can be anxiety inducing too. You know? Yeah, because you could see like one thing, and then it could just like be in your brain like all day. It could change the trajectory of your day. Hell yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but for me, I'm. Uh, pretty like uh set in my way like if, if i see some stuff like uh, it, it would be really hard to for me to see something on the internet to ruin my day i i think the majority of the time i'll see stuff on the internet and i'll brighten my day like i'll, I'll see some like the i'll see the stupidest meme and i'll just like you know i'll, I'll be dying laughing wondering why the internet is free Oh <laughs> well, uh, why stuff like Twitter is free? Obviously, there's like a paid version of Twitter, Blue Twitter, whatever. Um, I, I was just gonna say they just announced <laughs> they just announced a paid version of Twitter. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious if anybody's actually uh, it's it's not expensive, but I'm curious if anybody has uh, paid for it that I know because like when I I looked at the the perks of signing up for Blue Twitter, I'm just like I don't think it's worth. Yeah, like what is the what is the purpose of it? You know, the the of blue of the blue Twitter. The main thing that I saw is that you can edit your tweets, which is something that everybody has wanted forever. Like, because obviously there's like you know this people like even me like I'll have a a, a a glaring typo or I'll be missing a word because I'm just typing so fast. But th- that's like one main selling point is that they have the edit feature. Um, that would be perfect. They could just give that out in the free version. They could. I don't know. Yeah, but that would a, be too simple, I guess. Yeah, they they have to try to monetize it which is which is pretty interesting because for as long as it's been around for them to now just want to try to monetize off of like its users i i don't know if it's well and it, I, I granted like it is really cheap i think it's like 2.99 um but i don't think it's worth it because i'll, I'll just go delete the tweet and retweet it <laughs> or not or not yeah honestly yeah I, I say retweet but not the actual retweet button yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go tweet money, it again. money can go to Money can go to can go to better and more important things than Twitter Blue, in my personal opinion. Yeah, 
I'm saving my money to buy. I, I'm buying tickets to a concert on Friday for the first time in my life. And what show is it? There's this, uh, there's a this, uh, group called twice. They're from uh, South Korea. They're actually coming, oh, cool. coming to America. And yeah, I'm trying to think, cause uh, uh, I've never bought concert tickets on time. Like the first like concert quote unquote that I ever went to, um, well, okay, hold on. Uh, going to Coachella doesn't count. Uh, that's just like a festival. So that's different than a concert. So like the first concert that I actually went to, I was like a, an adult, but I went on a whim. I, I went to go see Halsey. She was opening, uh, here in Anaheim. She played the Honda center. She was opening. It was Halsey metric and imagine dragons. And I, I remember I was driving home from work and I was driving down this freeway, the 57 freeway. And if you're driving down the 57 North, um, on the right side is the Honda Center. Left side is Angel Stadium. And I was looking at the stadium. I'm like, damn, Halsey's playing there tonight. And and at that point, I'd been to every Halsey tour. So I was like, am I really going to miss her first stadium tour? So, so I, I just said, fuck it. I got off on the freeway, went straight to the Honda Center, and I bought tickets like, um, you know, on my phone from like uh, on StubHub. I bought like resale tickets. I, I paid like $100, which wasn't too bad. Uh, no, that's not bad. Yeah, I paid hundred dollars, got in line, which was like so miserable because I I was alone. The people around me, I just didn't want to socialize with them. So I stood in this line. Uh, luckily, I I got to see Halsey. I I made it in prettier, like you know, even though like there's people like camped out and shit. I, I still made made it in like you know pretty like you know early. Got to you know be like front row, whatever. It sounds so corny, <laughs> but then I saw Halsey and I left. You know, it was crazy because like I I saw Halsey and then I was leaving. And like the fans of like the other bands were like yelling at me. They're like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going home. <laughs> and like, this is like still early on, right? The first act just played and people were like, like cussing at me for leaving, for not staying for metric or imagine dragons. But I was just like, dude, I, I don't like those. You were bands. like weaving, you were weaving your way through a crowd. Yeah. And trying to get out. Oh my God. Yeah. Because I like, imagine. cause like I was in the very front and then I, just gave up my spot and people couldn't believe it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I came and got to experience what I wanted to. And then I'm going home. I I'm hungry because I, I didn't get to eat or anything. Cause I literally was on my way home from work. And luckily I had a change of clothes with me. So I wasn't like in my work uniform, but yeah, I went and saw it. And then, then I left. And then outside of that, the only other times I've been to concerts has been like work stuff. Like, you know, like we've been like working with the artists. So we just are on guest list or whatever. So this is like actually the first time where, I'm like, okay, tickets go on sale at 3 p.m. I got to, you know, be ready on my computer. And I'm like calling all my friends like, yo, uh, I, I know you work at a, like a you know computer desk. Uh, please try to get these tickets. Whoever gets the tickets, I'll just cash at them. I just need to get these tickets. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. So, so it's kind of a big deal. And I'm actually pretty stoked. How did you how did you get a Coachella ticket? Aren't those like really hard to get? I'm not really familiar with the whole thing, but don't don't tickets for that usually sell out like immediately because I've always wanted to go, but mm. it always seemed like it was like way out of my like doability, if that's even a proper word. I don't know, like far out of like my like reach. Mm -hmm. OK, uh, so early days, right? Like when I when I first went to Coachella in like 2006, it wasn't that popular. Like it was popular, but not like it wasn't like a like a like a, a culture shifting thing. Like, like uh, yeah. back then you could literally walk up to the gate. Like it wasn't heavily policed. Like it is now you could literally walk up to the gate and there were scalpers. And like back in the day you were able to buy like day tickets. So me and my friends, we were like, uh, you know, 
uh fresh out of high school so we're like all right cool like let's go to coachella this weekend let's go see rage against the machine whatever so we that's so sick so we went and bought tickets from scalpers for like 60 bucks for like per day which to us was like a fair price we're like all right like cool we'll buy your tickets so so that's how we used to do it but like once it became this like crazy thing um, shout out to like one of my really good friends. I probably shouldn't say his name because I don't want people harassing him about it. But like, I, I like one of my best friends. His dad is friends with the um, people who own the polo grounds where Coachella Fest happens. So we okay. get like we get like high level clearance. Um, so so like, you had a, you had an in. No, I, I still have the in. So like, oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So and. Um, and it's pretty interesting. It's only fun and I sound so privileged, but it's way better to go that way than like being out in like, uh, like gen pop because it gets so hot because, because like right when Coachella happens is when the weather out there in the desert goes from like being nice to really shitty because it gets so hot. So the fact that like, we don't have to slave out in the sun, we can go to the, the hidden bar and just sit in the shade and get like, you know, free drinks. Um, uh, and I say drinks, but I'm drinking like, you know, Shirley temples and water, whatever. Yeah. Um, or like we can go and like, just, yeah, just go be like in shade versus like, uh, you know, they, they do provide shade for like the, the normal guests, but it's not a lot of it. Cause it's just like, you know, it's like these big open fields where like, you know, where the, these stages are and it's just it, it, like, it can be really miserable. So like we just refuse to go, uh, the normal way at this point it's just too hot that's awesome that that is so awesome dude i had no idea yeah and shout out to shout out to your boy and his dad yeah and and it's fun to be backstage like obviously like we um like we've done it like enough times to like where we don't even like get starstruck because like because like literally you're back there and you you run into the, the like the most random like famous people that you never would have like imagined um and especially I'm trying to think like like one interaction I like I, I, I was like younger back then and uh, my buddy was taking a picture with Devo and then this like news outlet came up to me and they thought I was somebody because I was back there with all the artists because like honestly we were back there camping out in front of like Tiesto's trailer trying to run into Tiesto like cat like I, I, I say casually but casually <laughs> but we were trying to like wait for him to like exit his trailer then kind of like bump into him um, th- that was my plan because like I'm a huge Tiesto fan but like in the midst of waiting for that my buddy loves devo so he's like holy shit like i gotta go get a picture with them and i was like i don't give a fuck about them go go get your picture i'm gonna stay here and like this news outlet i, I don't know there's like some indie magazine or something they like wanted to like interview me because they thought i was somebody famous and i definitely lied when they asked me who i was i said i was like the the like nephew of like somebody famous and <laughs> and, and yeah they were asking me about like like coachella shit and I, I was out there and at that time i was eating like all like the free cookies and like red bulls in the back and it, it's definitely an interesting time, but but it's pretty fun. Sounds like fun, dude. Shit, that's what's up. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of like the, I think, I'm trying to think of my favorite moment. Probably seeing Turnstile was awesome. I, I got to see um, Juice World, uh, rest in peace, Juice World. I, I felt like that was like pretty, pretty awesome. Dude, the, the loudest crowd that I had ever been in was like I saw uh, uh, it was the, the same year as Turnstile. Uh, so the, the last Coachella Fest that happened, uh, Wiz Khalifa performed, and he played that song. I don't know the name of the song. The song from the Fast and the Furious, you know. I'll see you again. Yeah, he played that song, and I felt like everybody that was there was singing along except for me. Uh, 
and that, that checks out but like i was just in awe of like how loud it was because like okay like you think this like big stage like as many speakers as there like you know were because like obviously like their audio has to be allowed to you know reach everybody but to, to be able to hear the crowd over that was like it was, it was just so crazy and kind of scary because i'm like dude like this is like some weird like culty like feeling on like everybody could like just turn and like this could be like chaos because like, i was just thinking like all, all like this weird stuff i was like the amount of people that are here uh i was like things just go wrong i don't know why i was thinking of that but it was just 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 knowing that so many people were just there it was just like the weirdest it was like this weird moment because it yeah, was just a, so that's loud a valid, that's a valid fear you know that's a valid thought just like damn shit could shit could turn on its head at any minute with the amount of people here yeah. right now yeah because i'm thinking they're in this weird trance hearing the song everybody's chanting the same words it was just crazy because like i've been to like you know like uh the the hockey stadium out here and it being filled and hearing the roars of the fans that was i thought that was loud but dude this wiz khalifa crowd was intense i used to be a huge a huge wiz khalifa fan when i was in like eighth grade ninth grade 10th grade mm-hmm. yeah i haven't and- listened to him in so long yeah, I don't even know why I was watching Wiz Khalifa. I I think it might have been because Wiz Khalifa, and then it was supposed to be Kid Cudi, and there was you know rumors that Kanye, because Kanye was supposed to perform that year, but they didn't want to like build him his own special stage, so he said, "Fuck all of you, like I'm not going to perform." But <laughs> but um, but Kanye was there, so everybody was like like the word spread. I don't even know how this gets out, but like, that word spread like, "Yo, Kanye is going to perform. He's going to come out during Kid Cudi's set." So like be there for kid cuddy and sure enough like me and all my friends were there for kid cuddy connie came out they were going like back and forth like doing like songs and it's crazy hell yeah love kanye too yeah but you know from where you're at i feel like there's a there's big festivals that happen like closer to you than coachella like yeah coachella is like one of the biggest fests but a lot of these fests have the same lineup you know if you look at Oh no, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Yeah, I um, I've been to um, I've been to the Meadows Festival, which is a which is um in Queens. I don't know how I, I don't know if they're still doing that, but I saw that's where I saw Kanye actually. Okay, that was back in like 2016, and I've also um, big big fests. You know, I've I've really never been to that many big fests. I mean, I haven't been to Made in America in Philly. I've never been to Firefly in Dover, Delaware. Mm-hmm. um yeah i've really only ever been to one i want to go to coachella i mean a, a part of me does but a part of me also knows that what music festivals are like it's just like all day on your feet hot depending on the weather stuff like that you know big 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 crowds like i don't know some some aspects of it sort of like turn me off mm-hmm. but then i think about fomo and could be fun you know even with all that crazy shit to think about could be fun yeah i could do like one a year because i just get so exhausted and there's like so many people and there's just like other fests that i'd rather go to like i'd much rather go to fya than coachella most definitely most definitely yeah i'd rather go to san and fury than coachella so it's just you know because it's fun but then you go and you see some of these artists and sometimes it, it's it's good but then other times like like i i like a lot of these rappers but then uh they're playing 
like they're playing live but then they have like a vocal track and they're like not even like rapping their songs i'm like what is this this is weird this is not yeah. not what i want to see live but i get it a lot a lot of rappers do that i've noticed it doesn't make much sense like they'll have the ba- they'll have like the back like the song going around in the background mm-hmm. and they'll like interject like every few words or lines and then like the dj or like the hype men will be on stage like doing most of the song mm-hmm. never really understood that yeah it's like they're doing like karaoke to their own music which is exactly and people are paying in some instances lots of money to see these guys do karaoke you know yeah and and so it's weird for me too because obviously like the, the raptures that i go to that's not really my scene so i'm just like sometimes i feel just like an outsider like kind of like participating but i'm just like i don't know if i could do this every day it, it gets intense rap shows are kind of kind of hit or miss with me i've been to a few i've seen um i've seen travis scott and uh kanye and um i think that's it honestly in terms of like big rap shows that i've gone to mm-hmm. yeah i saw travis scott once he played the observatory he was on the i think it was the the rodeo tour Oh, so this was so this was right before he turned into like a Madison Square Garden selling out type of person. I went to that tour too in Philly. I saw him with Bryson Tiller and Skepta from the UK, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool, but I wish, I wish like obviously, a touchy subject these days. But I wish he was doing what he does now, like uh, in these smaller venues, because I feel like that would be super sick. Because I've seen, I, I think the craziest. And like the, the craziest and most fun show that I've ever been to, like in terms of rap, was I saw ASAP Ferg. He played the observatory and just like his energy and like the vibes that night, everything was just like, like I walked away thinking, like, damn, that's that's like the type of rap show that I would like to go to more often. Cause sometimes, sometimes I go and sometimes it's like too gangster and I'm just like, damn, I'm trying to just make it out of here alive. I don't want to step on the wrong toes or, uh, you know, uh, do too much, but, um, I, I, I you know, I actually, you know, I actually saw Turnstile with uh, Wu Tang Clan once. Okay, that that that's awesome. It was uh yeah uh, Wu Tang and uh, Mob Deep actually. How long ago was that? It was a it was a it was an East Coast Tsunami Fest okay. from 2014. It was it was weird. It was in there's this like 3600 cap venue in Berks County called the Sovereign Center. Well, mm-hmm. it was called the Sovereign Center, but it's called the Santander Arena now. It's just like one of those like random like random like bigger arenas that are just in like a random town. Mm-hmm. And they had it there and they had half of the venue like blocked off with a curtain and there still like were barely any people there. There were still like lots of like it was like a stadium, so there were like seats open and then like a big hit area down there mm-hmm. turnstile set was fucking awesome that was a that was a crazy mix of vibes all the way around wisdom and chains and strength for a reason and angel dust played too and somebody else it was it was weird and then the next day at reverb like mad ball life of agony i think um maybe dog eat dog played so that was a cool year i only ended up going to one of those shows but yeah i was i was thinking about like rap shows and also like turnstile what we were talking about earlier and i've seen turnstile in the coolest places possible like 2500 cap arenas an outdoor pavilion in baltimore various churches like tiny venues like i've seen them everywhere 
You, you I was the, just thinking about that. The outdoor place in Baltimore. Was that the, the more recent thing that they did? That was my favorite show that I had been to in the last couple of years, with the exception of like, I say the last couple of years as if we've been going to shows for the last two years. Mm-hmm. But um, a more recent, a more recent favorite of mine for sure. That was they. It was just them playing, and they played for like an hour and fifteen minutes, and the vibes were just fantastic. Yeah, I, I beautiful see. weather outdoors. Sunset was going on. It was great. Yeah, seeing a, a lot of uh, photos and some uh, you know snippets from that show, it, it looked awesome. It, w- it was, dude. Honestly, like I couldn't believe how much fun I had. Like when they started, just like the energy was just like amazing. Yeah, yeah. All walks of life in that park to see Turnstile. That ain't special, man. Not not that many people can uh, do what they're doing. For sure. Which, like I said, going back to FYA, it's going to be, these can be a, a, a special moment for, for everybody to, to, to be able to, to catch them on this wave because, like, yeah, they have the the set of FYA, and they, uh, you know, shortly thereafter, they go on that full US tour. And there's a lot of dates, a lot of shows. So it's, it's going to be really good for, for them and everybody. Absolutely. And shout out to Bob for putting putting on another great FYA. Putting together a sick lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bob Wilson. He's he, he's uh, he's special too. Like I, I I respect Bob and appreciate what he uh, has done and is doing for hardcore. He, he he's somebody that's really important in all this because without him, you guys think about like like imagine and obviously I'd, I I love Bob, but if like Bob wasn't around and FYA wasn't a thing, like like where like would a lot of these bands go like somebody would have to step up and try to do a fest in the beginning of January. And like, I don't, I don't know where else it could happen because there's already these other established fests in established scenes. So it's like, there's not many options left. So like uh, that spot is, is very special and, and I'm happy that, uh, you know, Bob's able to, to, uh, to want to do it and to to be able to to, to hold something like that, especially in, in the beginning of the year. Absolutely. And I got and I got mad respect for Bob, you know, in addition mm-hmm. to him just being in like some bands that I've like really enjoyed over the years. He's he's done so much for me personally and for all the bands that I've been in mm-hmm. and just a good friend, you know. So if you're watching or listening, thank you for everything. 100 percent. Well, Jack, this has been super awesome i i'm happy that we were able to catch up to to talk about uh hesitate and what you guys have going on uh, i'm definitely looking forward to seeing more from you guys that i'm hoping at some point i can see you guys live because that that would be something cool uh because i know I'm, I'm like randomly i'm randomly always in pa I'll, I'll i'll be back sometime in the summer for anybody who, who cares or who's listening out there i'll be back in pa in the summer um, got some cool stuff planned, but um, it was really great talking to you. But before we sign off, is there anything else you would like to say? Um, Hesitate has a new EP out called Ahead of the Game that we put out two weeks ago. Um, our good friends in Shackled just put out a record three weeks ago called Doubt Surrounds All. Listen to that. Um, other than that, nah, I got nothing else to plug or to say. Thank you so much, Jamie. I really appreciate you and everything you do for hardcore bro honestly all right well thank you thank you for everybody who tuned in and we'll be back soon hell yeah thank you man